0: Hey friend, I'm Melissa, and I'm obsessed with cheering on other women in this thing called life. I'm all about grabbing a cup of coffee, having healthy conversations and making strong connections with others. As we walk through what life brings. I'm a wife, mom of three, multi-passionate mama, who is an online health and fitness coach, group coaching program, creator, and Massachusetts realtor. The healthy connections podcast is here to connect you to other women who have found their purpose in life and are going for it. It's here to connect you with healthier options for your family through fitness to nutrition and to help you in creating healthier connections with your children and those you love. We are creating those healthy connections through conversation, community, and a little bit of that coffee. We want to help you honor the body God has given you physically so that you can overcome what life throws you mentally so that you can shine your light. Sound good? Okay, my friend, grab that cup of coffee, a jug of water, or a mason jar of kombucha Put on those cozy socks and those yoga pants, and welcome to the conversation at the Healthy Connections Podcast. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Healthy Connections Podcast. Thank you so much for being here again. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about something that has come up in my coaching groups And I had a lot of people agree with the statement that was made. So I figured it was time to address this in a podcast. So the person said, and I quote, OMG, I am so gross and unhealthy and I have to fix this now. So she's kind of stuck. Let me give you a little bit of background. I asked them where they feel like they're, they're struggling. And she said, I'm kind of stuck in between feeling one of two things. And those two things are, The first one is, OMG, I'm so gross and unhealthy, and I have to fix this now, and OMG, I'm so gross and unhealthy, and it's hopeless, so might as well just eat my feelings. And she continued on by stating, I don't feel empowered very often because I asked her which statement feels empowering, and she said neither one, um, and that she doesn't feel empowered very often, I'm exhausted, overwhelmed, and stressed. And I am sure because there are many women that agreed in the group that they too feel this way, especially now, guys, we're getting into the holidays, and the holidays tend to be very stressful. And we're eating all the junk, and we're getting less sleep, and we're stressed about finances and all the things. It's very hard to try to enjoy the season, which is what we should be doing, and so I just want to encourage you today, and so I'm going to give you seven tips to help you navigate your feelings and find a healthier path then feeling like you're hopeless, feeling like you're always overwhelmed and you're always stressed. And the damage that that does to your mental health, it just trickles down to your family. It trickles down to your work. It trickles down to your enjoyment with your friends and family over the holidays. So let's try to bust it. All right. So these are seven tips for you. So grab some pen and paper. If you're driving, come back and take notes. Um, But Hopefully, my prayer is that these will help you. So it's completely normal to feel gross and unhealthy at times, at times. Not so much the gross part. You should never feel gross. You are way more worthy than gross. But if you feel unhealthy, that's normal if you are unhealthy. So how are you going to change that? Um, It's great that you want to take steps to address it. If you're listening to this and you want to take steps to address it, please let me know how I can help you, how I can coach you through that. I have my programs. I have my coaching opportunities. I am happy to help you with that. That is what I do. So it's important to remember that even small changes can make a big difference in how you feel. So here are some tips to help you navigate those feelings and find a healthier path. Number one, start with self-compassion. Okay. I want you to love your body for what it does for you every single day. Regardless of what you may be feeling about your body, it still gets you through each and every day, gets you out of bed, allows you to get ready, allows you to be with your friends and family, allows you to do the daily necessities, right? Um, So start with that self-compassion. It is vital to simply acknowledge that everyone goes through phases of feeling unhealthy or unhappy with their bodies, and just be kind to yourself and understand that this is a temporary feeling that can be resolved with positive actions to changing the trajectory of our health for the better. So that's first, self-compassion. Give yourself some grace. Number two is to focus on your mindset. And you hear this all the time ad nauseum, right? But instead of feeling hopeless and then resorting to emotional eating, you need to shift your mindset to one of empowerment, right? Remember that you have the ability to make positive changes and to take control of your health. You need to believe in yourself. You need to set realistic goals and you need to stay committed, So let's dive into that just a little bit. You have to believe in yourself. The person who posted this in my group has been on this journey with me for a long time and she has done it before. She has gotten healthier before and then life got in the way and she put herself on the back burner and I love her dearly and I know she'll listen to this. So if you are listening to this, my friend, um, life just got in the way but you have done this before and you can do it again because you are very strong and your mindset you have one of the strongest mindsets of anybody I know and so I know that when you turn on that switch when you say to yourself enough is a freaking enough you will do it so anybody listening listening to this you need to have that belief in yourself and if you're like but Melissa I don't believe in yourself in myself then you need to ask yourself why you don't believe in yourself, and you need to do some really deep dive self reflection. And I walk people through that in my personal one on one coaching. So if that's something that you're interested in, all you need to do is email me at um, getting it back. The number four, good at gmail.com that's getting it back the number four good at gmail.com and ask me about my one-on-one coaching and I will walk you through how powerful it is to really self-reflect on you know I don't believe in myself and I really don't know why I don't believe in myself it could be this it could be that it's probably a combination of all those things once we discover why you no longer believe in yourself it will be that much easier. It's not easy, but it will be that much easier to then look at that thing, holding you back and jump right over it so that you can start believing in yourself and you can start seeing your goals come to fruition, but believing in yourself and knowing that you can do it is, is most of the battle. It's the mindset is most of the battle. I was commenting on somebody's post, I forget who it was, but they were talking about a marathon and the fact that they could never run a marathon. They physically could, absolutely. But if they're telling themselves that they can't, then they never will. I have done 10 marathons. I do not like running. I do it because I like the challenge. I love, there is, there's, not much in the realm of fitness that compares in my mind to crossing the finish line of a race like that. Um, I've done a half Ironman. That was pretty amazing as well. Um, doing an Ironman is probably absolutely incredible. No longer on my to-do list, but crossing that finish line is a mindset. If you tell yourself you can't, then obviously you're not going to, If you tell yourself you can't, then you won't. And so believing in yourself and setting those realistic goals and staying committed is so important. You have to, it's a daily grind of reminding yourself why you're exercising, why you're bothering eating well. And, but when you start to do those things after a week or two, you do the small things each and every day and you add things as you go. So maybe you start with just drinking more water and then you move on day three. You're like, okay, I'm drinking more water. I've been doing that for three days. Now I'm going to just go for a 15 minute walk. And you do that for a week. And then the next week you say, okay, now I've been moving for 15 minutes. I've been drinking my water. Now I'm going to add another 15 minutes to that walk. And then the next week you say, okay, I, I can do this I'm starting to feel better now I'm going to look at my food and I'm going to make these changes then you just you just add things as you go and that is how you build a foundation to staying committed okay so number one start with self-compassion number two focus on your mindset number three prioritize your mental and emotional well-being so Improving your physical health is important, but you cannot neglect your mental and emotional well-being in the process. So consider activities that help you manage stress, such as stretching and doing hobbies that you enjoy and seeking the support from friends and family or a therapist if you need to. Listen, we are living in some wild times. The world is just interesting. And it is very stressful, inflation and war and all the things. And I get that. But prioritizing your mental and emotional well-being is super important. And by the way, exercising and changing your eating habits are going to help you shift in your mindset. It's going to help you uh, be able to deal with what life is handing us more efficiently and with a better better mental state, and with a better emotional well-being. If you are feeding your body what it needs to eat, you're cutting back on sugar, which also means cutting back on alcohol consumption, and you are prioritizing exercise. All right? So that's number three. Number four is to incorporate small, sustainable changes. And I kind of talked about this a little bit ago. So rather than trying to completely overhaul your entire lifestyle at once, I want you to start small with those achievable goals. So again, for example, aim to incorporate more fruits and vegetables into your meals. Increase your water intake, like I said. Um, do some short exercise routines. We have tons of them on our body platform. I'm telling you that the, these small sustainable changes are going to make a long lasting impact. And these changes are gradually going to become those habits and build that foundation for better health and help you stay committed. And while you might be saying, yeah, Melissa, I've done it once. I do want to do it again. Um, but I fell off before. And so it wasn't sustainable for me. I call bull caca on that. I don't Believe that um, you, if if you had a significant life change. So, say you were not working outside of the home, and then you went back to work outside of the home, and your job was very demanding, and in, in which you are traveling a lot. Maybe you're traveling outside of the country a lot, and it was just really hard for you to get back into the groove of figuring out when to exercise listen what happened was something else took priority it was a job in this particular example and your family needed the income so that job became a your priority to help uh provide for your family and it was something that you it, it was a job that like I said, provided for your family and it required a lot of your attention, all right? But in the midst of that, it's important to not lose your health, both mental and emotional and physical, just because something new has come around. Give yourself yourself a week, two weeks, even a month to get used to that new routine. Then look at your calendar and say, hey, you know, I'm getting used to this new routine, Where can I fit in a 20 or 30 minute workout? I'm not advocating to waking up at four in the morning to get a workout in. You need your sleep too, right? But is, do you have a lunch break that you can do 20 minutes? Do you have time after dinner? Do you have time after work is done to get your kids to work out with you so that you're not missing out on family time? There are ways to do it when you it becomes one of your priorities, okay? And 4 days a week of exercise is fine. Then work up to 5. All right? So small sustainable changes. Number 5 is to find physical activities that you enjoy. So exercise should not feel like a chore. So discover like physical activities that you genuinely enjoy whether it's dancing or swimming or hiking or playing a sport, when you engage in activities that you love, my my friends, you're more likely to stick with them and make exercise a regular part of your routine. Right now, I'm doing, I finished up one of our blocks, which is a body block. So basically it's three weeks of the, the workout and then the final week, the fourth week is what they call an up week. So it's a week that you can take time do different exercises on the platform that you really enjoy, Um, go for walks, just move your body, stretch. It's really kind of a rest week, but not really a rest week. You're not resting, but you're not doing the intensity level that you were for the last three weeks. So for me, I love spin. I don't run as much really ever because of what's going on with my legs and my feet because of the MS or the heavy metal poisoning or whatever the heck is going on with my body, but I don't do a lot of running, but I love the spin bike. So I've been using our spin bike this week. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday is spin Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday is lifting and that strength training, and that I love that schedule. And that schedule is what is working for me. So when Shanti's new program comes out, which is all heavy lifting, heavy strength workouts, I will be doing, I will be mixing in some spins, like some spin workouts as well, because I know that that's what will keep me motivated to keep going. I mean, Shanti will keep me motivated anyway, and this program is going to be fantastic. So that will help, too, but knowing that I can spin as well is going to help me. I will not double up workouts. I don't want to overstress my body. I never recommend doubling up on workouts. So I'll do every other day spin every other day, um, lifting and then have a rest day in there. So that's what I do. And that's what gets me like all fired up to get it done. Am I fired up every day? Heck? No. I'm not, (laughs) but I keep in mind my goals. I keep in mind why I'm doing this. I need to keep myself healthy so I can be here for my children and for my husband. I want to make sure that while I am here, I'm enjoying it and I feel good. That's why I work out. It's not to necessarily fit into a smaller pair of jeans, that would be great. But I want to feel my best so I can be my best for those who need me the most. All right. So number six is to seek balance, not restriction. This balance is a tricky word. Um, there's really no such thing as balance. So I'm going to say that you want to seek your priorities, not restriction. Okay. So instead of focusing on what you can't eat, like for me, I can't eat gluten very much. I can't, or I shouldn't, I can't eat eggs or I shouldn't eat them. Um, and dairy is a no, no for me. Do I still eat them every now and then? Yeah, I do. But I don't focus on the fact that I can't and shouldn't eat them. I just focus on, what I need to eat to nourish my body with whole food, nutrient dense items. So a quote unquote balanced diet can include those occasional treats, right? And don't deprive yourself completely. Allow yourself to enjoy food while also incorporating healthier choices 80 to 90% of the time. All right. So seek balance. Number seven is to seek out support. So consider joining my community uh, and finding that accountability partner like myself who shares similar goals. I want to see you succeed and I want to coach you through that. I would love to add you to my accountability group to make sure that you are in a community that is working towards the same similar goals of health alongside you. Okay. So surrounding yourself with people who encourage you and support your journey can make a significant difference in staying motivated and finding inspiration. And remember too, that progress takes time and those setbacks are natural and they are part of the process. Like I mentioned before, if you have a baby, obviously that's a huge life blessing and change. And you're going to have to give yourself time to figure out your new routine. Same with that new job example that I gave. You're going to have to find your new routine, but then fit in these healthy habits into your new routine. All right. So celebrate your achievements along the way, no matter how quote unquote small you feel that they are. And just be patient with yourself. So with a positive mindset, the small changes, and some self-compassion, you can create sustainable habits that will lead to improved health and well-being. And you don't have to any longer say that you're exhausted and overwhelmed and stressed. Yeah, some days you'll say that, but that's not going to be your norm. You're not going to wake up every single day feeling gross and unhealthy and hopeless and that you might as well eat your feelings. No, stop that. What, what is that? What positive thing is that going to do for you? If you just eat your feelings, it's just going to make you feel worse. That's, that's what happens. That is the power that nutrition has over our bodies. If we eat like crap, we're going to feel like crap. And then we're going to be like, Oh, what's the point? Because your gut is going to be unhealthy and your gut and mind connection. That's why they call your gut, your second brain, your gut mind connection is going to be unhealthy. And it's going to tell you, yep, you do feel unhealthy. You are unhealthy. Might as well just continue to be unhealthy versus do a plan for a month, one day at a time, one week at a time. And before you know it, after a month, you'll be like, oh my goodness, this is, this is what I remember feeling like, or, or this feels great. This is the first time I've felt like this in a lot of years. And that's what I want for you. So, if that is something that you are considering, I would love for you to go grab some of my freebies on my website www.melissahadley.com. hadley that's www.melissahadley.com I have some freebies over there and or you can just shoot me that email at getting it back the number four good at gmail.com and I'd love to chat with you and figure out how I can help you master this for yourself. Okay. So thank you for joining the conversation today. Don't forget to share this episode with friends would love for you to leave a five-star review because it helps the algorithm fairies. And it's so appreciated until next week, my friends connect with others with a simple smile, a hug, or a high five. And remember to be well, be kind and find the happy in the everyday.